This is Kyle Juszczyk, and you're listening to Nothing But Niners. This is Charles Haley. You're listening to Nothing But Niners. So now they've got to start from deep in their end of the field. And Garrison Hurst takes advantage of it. He takes the handle. Gets to his right. Gets to the 20. He's at the 30. Needs to cut in. He comes back up the right sideline. Breaks his hard tackle. Comes down to the 30. He's out of the 20. He's out of the 10. He's out of the 5. He's out of the end zone. Touchdown. Touchdown. 96 yard run from scrimmage. Garrison Hurst breaking tackle after tackle. Sweeps down the sideline. Throws off bodies like clothes after a marathon. Young, back to throw. In trouble, he's going to be sacked. No, gets away. He runs, gets away again, goes to the 40, gets away again, to the 35, cuts back at the 30, to the 20, the 50, the 10. He died, touchdown 49ers. Third down, Alex takes the snap. Alex looking down in post, and it's good. The San Francisco 49ers, we can do whatever we want. Damn, click, click, boom. What's going on, Faithfuls? It's your boy Mike from the Nothing But Niners crew, and guys, I am back. Huh? Now, would it be me if I started a show without technical difficulties? Come on now. Huh? Raphael, you know what's up, man? Let them know. I got to let y'all know I'm back all the way. This is how we do it. This is how we start. This is how we start. You know what I'm saying? So, look, boom. We here now, guys. We here. Y'all got sound now. I know y'all can hear me. I am out here. I'm doing a fir the first show in a long time, and I'm reporting live from vacation. I am in beautiful Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Uh, I'm in this resort. The resort is literally on a golf course, like in the middle of a golf course. This is the craziest shit I've ever seen in my life. All right. Like, this is absolutely insane. I can show you guys. Let me let me see if I can. Let me take the camera. Let me see. Look at, look at the. Can you guys see like the golf courses all out there this is this is absolutely insane uh i wish i wish you guys could really really appreciate the view that i have but it's all good it's all good uh, i've been trying to find the right time 
the right place to bring you guys a show. Uh, I've been on vacation since last week. Uh, it's wrapping up on Sunday. It's been a very, very long, much-needed vacation. My man Troy, Eddie, I see y'all in here. All right. What you mean, sin? you can't get in? What's that mean? What does that mean you can't get in? What do you need help with, love? I got your back. My man Ali is in there, man. Ali been holding me down, bro. Last Saturday was a little different for me, Ali. What's that noise? What is that? What is that? I don't know what that is. What's that, mamas? My baby girl's out here with me. She's on, she's on the patio with me. We're chilling, guys. Um, but yeah, listen, man, I got to show you guys how to do this, man. There's a lot of people out there. Oh, her timeshare. Okay, okay, okay. She can't get it. Yeah, I can't help you with that. I'm not customer service, love. I can't, I can't, I have no control over that. But man, we are here. Uh, this is the this is an absolutely beautiful place, man. Indoor, outdoor pool. We went to the beach yesterday. And guys, let me tell you something, man. The beach water, it was hot. It was hot. Uh, the temperature was. I think it said, I think the temperature said it was like 89, 93, somewhere in between there, but it felt like 103. We actually go into the water, right? And you step in the water and, and I'm from Jersey. The beaches in Jersey are, are, the water's gray. The sand is really clumpy and it's just, it's just weird. You don't know what you're going to step on some plastic sometimes, you know, like it's that Jersey toughness. Okay. But then when you get here, beautiful, clean beaches. As you approach the shoreline, it's soft sand, very, very fine. It's like fucking powder. It was like powder out there. You know what I'm saying? And then the closer you get to the water, obviously is is bringing some things in from the actual ocean. The sand gets a little heavier. It gets a little thicker, right? So you go from really hot, fine sand. You're stepping on like burning powder, right? Because the ground's really, really hot. And then you approach... Where the where the where the water's coming in, it's cascading in and out, right? The water's doing this ebbs and flows, it's back and forth, okay? And I'm out there pretending like I'm a water bender. I'm doing all kinds of avatar stuff. I saw this in the show, and you gotta ah, I'm doing all kinds of crazy stuff. But then we get in the water. The actual water was as warm as the indoor swimming pool at the resort I'm I'm staying in. And by the way, the indoor swimming pool water was really warm. I'm talking like like this is you you ever you ever you ever run yourself a bath in your hot tub or in a regular tub, whatever. You ever run yourself a bath and you've been in there for so long that you gotta turn the hot water on. Cause you you didn't realize it, but it's starting to get cool again, right? It was that temperature before you add the hot water. That's the temperature of the indoor pool here. The outdoor pool just as warm actually the outdoor pool was a little warmer because it's in the sun it's getting cooked the whole time so it was a lot of fun man i had a blast i'm having a blast we're gonna go out to dinner at some point tonight uh we're gonna talk about a couple of different things happy fourth of july to everybody out there who celebrates you guys know we got the fireworks sound effects over here where's that at let me let me let me play the uh the fireworks sound effect for you guys if you celebrate the fourth of july if you if you if you subscribe to that here you go this one is for you, okay? All right, so that's what we've been dealing with. That's what's been going on. Um, it's been a lot, but we got a couple of things for related to talk about. I want to hear from you guys, though. All right, I want to hear from you guys, Big Daddy. Niner says here, I like the shades, bro. I need a pair. 
Uh, I just turned 59. My birthday was Father's Day. Hey, man, happy belated birthday, BD. I'm not going to call you Big Daddy. Uh, actually, yeah, I will. Fuck it. I don't care. Big Daddy, man. Happy birthday to you, man. 59 trips around the sun. God bless you, man. God bless your family. I hope you guys had a really, really good time, man. Uh, um, happy birthday to you. Listen, these are uh, they're Versace shades. They came with, oh, it's not in here anymore. They came with like the letter of authenticity. And then there's a website you go to with your serial number for your glasses to verify that what you got is real. Uh, my wife got these for me. So we, we were coming back from Mexico uh, in December and we stopped over at the uh, uh, duty-free shop. And I was looking at the sunglasses there and I saw these Versace uh, sunglasses there and uh, I wanted to get them. I wanted to get them. They were like 300 something dollars. And my wife said, no, don't do it. Don't do it. I only like wearing these when my hair is down. Uh, when my hair is pulled back, it makes my face look weird because uh, they're really, really wide frames. So make sure you try them on uh, before you get them. Uh, but go to a store, try them on, Big Daddy. And then if you like them, go home and order them on Amazon. My wife actually surprised me with them as a gift. Um, she paid less than the three. I forget what it was. It was three something in the in the duty free store. You know, the prices are higher in duty free. Um, so my wife got these for me as a gift. Uh, they came in from Amazon. She got them on Amazon. And then I was able to verify that it was a real purchase. Um, I was able to verify that it was a real, you know, the serial number and all that match with the Versace website. They actually give you a link to go to the Versace website and it will tell you if your glasses are real or fake. So again, happy birthday to you. All right, guys, we're gonna have some fun on today's episode. It's gonna be short, it's gonna be brief. Um, and when I say short and brief, you guys know me. I'll come on here and I'll do two hours straight. We are supposed to be going to dinner at some point. And so because of that, uh, I have to watch what I'm saying, what I'm doing in my time. Uh, and I will be also participating a lot with the chat, okay? So if you guys have any any uh, topics you want me to discuss, any suggestions or anything like that, anything you want me to comment on, you can absolutely uh, type it in there. And I will get to it. My cigar is acting up. Not cooperating with me right now. I don't like that. That's not cool. How are, both of my lighters aren't working right now. It's just one. Oh, it's empty. Hey, Elena Bina, can you go inside and get daddy the lighter fluid? Tell mommy that daddy needs a lighter fluid. There's two bottles in there. All right. My cigar is out. I need the lighter fluid. One of them has a red top. The other one is brand new. All right. So. Uh, here we go, man. He says, I got my sunglasses from Walmart. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. There was absolutely nothing wrong with that. I got some uh, 49er sunglasses that I got, and uh, I love those too. So th there was absolutely nothing wrong with that. But we're out on vacation. I figured, hey, why the hell not, right? You guys have seen me do shows in Myrtle Beach before. All right, uh, here we go. Marty Mars says here, Mike, they're really hating on Trey. I'm praying hard that he really goes off on the league. You know, Marty, this is a good good place to start with 49ers news, okay? This is a really, really good place to start with the latest on the 49ers. I, I like this topic right here, okay? Um, you know, let me let me go through the formalities really quick, Marty Moore. 
And then I'm going to come right back to this, okay? Guys, if this is your first time here on the YouTube page and you enjoy the show, please give this video a thumbs up. Give it a like so other people that have good taste like yourself can find this video, all right? After you do that, if this is your first time here, that means you're probably not subscribed. So subscribe and then turn on your notifications so you know exactly when we are going live. Okay, we have a couple of other social media platforms. We want you to give us a follow on. We're going to start with Snapchat, Instagram and Twitter. All three of those have the same exact handle. That is nothing but nine. That is the number nine. Nothing but nine ERS. So nothing but Niners. But that is the number nine. Okay. And then if you follow us on Facebook as well as Twitch, those handles are nothing but Niners. That is spelled all the way out. There's no numbers in there anywhere. Nothing but Niners. So guys, please, please, please give us a follow. Show us some love and some support. Thank you so much, Princess. All right. Um, show us some love and support over on those social media platforms and bonus content now, okay? Now, again, I told you guys I've been on vacation this week. I kind of fell off. I won't lie to you. I fell off a little bit. But anybody out here watching right now can tell you that I get it in on Patreon. There will be times where we don't even do videos on the regular channel, but I will do Patreon videos. I will do Patreon episodes. Guys, this is the place to be. This is where I get to hold uh, nothing back. I get to tell you exactly how I feel about whoever it is I want to talk about, whenever I want to talk about them, however I want to talk about them. So, guys, head on over to patreon.com slash NB9ERS. That is the place to be. It's a lot of fun. Uh, we get some good music over there. We set the vibe. We set the tone. And we come in there, and we and we, and we just let it go. We let it go over there, okay? So make sure you guys are checking me out there as well, okay? Nothing but Niners on Patreon. That is patreon.com slash NB9ERS, okay? Now let me get back to my man, uh, my man Marty Marr. He had a really, really good comment for us, uh, and that was all about the latest rumors with the 49ers, okay? So here, where'd it go? Marty Marr, where's your comment, brother? Let me find it here. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> no man it's lighter fluid for the cigar bro it was just lighter fluid for the cigar all right so marty Marr says here he says mike they really hating on trey i'm praying hard that he really goes off on the league so you know i was thinking about this man i was thinking about this and i was i was i was i was sitting around and i was like you know if i had it my way Trey Lance would be the starter. He would come out and he would be on fire. But you know what that would cause? You know what that would cause, Marty Marr? It would still leave those people in the background saying, yeah, Trey did this, but imagine what Purdy could have done. Imagine what da-da-da-da-da. And so I've been on this train where I want Purdy to be healthy. I want Lance to be healthy. I want there to be a competition and may the best player win. And if Purdy wins, cool. By all means, Purdy, you go out there and you lead this team to victory. We want ring number six. That is priority number one, okay? That is top priority. Get ring number six. And if he can do it, go out there and do it. I'm with it. I'm all for it. I am here. I've been waiting my entire professional football watching life to see my team win a Super Bowl. I've seen them and now, all right, let me be honest with you guys. I've seen them in four Super Bowls that I've watched. And I know that we won some of them, but I wasn't a fan like I am now, okay? The last two Super Bowls that we were in, I'm talking like post-tattoos, like diehard 49ers are in my blood, and I've been let down. 
I have been waiting my entire adult football fandom like lifetime to see this team win a Super Bowl. And damn it, I want it. I don't care if I got to go out there and be the quarterback. I want to see it. So let me be very clear here. I am 49ers first. That doesn't mean that we can't have our preference. And that doesn't mean that the media and the, the writers aren't dumping on Trey Lance. And I'm going to tell you something, right? I think that people are realizing that the negativity on Trey Lance's name is actually good for views. You're going to come out here with the noisiest bag of chips in the world. The noisiest bag of chips in the world. What kind of chips you got, mama? The green chips. Those are called sour cream and onion. You can't just identify them by the color of the bag. You got you to gotta know they're sour cream and onion. My cigar is still not lighting. It's all good. All right, so I actually read what should be a positive article about Trey Lance, Marty, right? And the article is full. It is absolutely full of positive things. And it's by somebody that I personally fuck with. I know this woman. I have talked to this woman on the phone. I have seen and interacted and met this woman in person. We have been on the field together, okay? By my homegirl, Jennifer Lee Chan. I'm going to actually share this video, uh, share share this uh, this this article with you guys, right? And when I say, uh-uh, you got to turn that down, baby. You can't do that out here. Um, now, when I say that to you guys that the negative headlines are what's grabbing the attention, this is what I mean. This is what I mean, right? Trey Lance goes out, you guys know this already, Trey Lance goes out to tight end university with George Kittle and Travis Kelsey and the other tight ends and the Right. And he goes out there and he's one of the couple to the guys. And, and, and it's good. He's working on timing. He's working on rhythm. He's working on all kinds of things. OK. And while he's there, he, you know, he talked to a couple of people. Hopefully you guys can see this there in the background. OK. And the just the headline of the article to me, maybe I'm being sensitive. It just reads negatively. Lance reveals which 49ers teammate toughest to target and he goes on to talk about how george kittle's breaks and route running and all that make him the toughest guy to throw to but it's such a negative headline i feel like the headline was written to generate clicks as it should be but did it have to be negative i i i want to challenge all of the writers out there okay wayne breezy jason aponte jennifer lee chan matt mayoko all right. I don't I don't I don't pay for the athletic, but those guys over there as well. Uh, Matt Burrows, you guys out there covering it. All right. Um, you know, all, all of my guys out there, man, I, I can see your faces, uh, but I, I'm, I'm blanking on some names right now. But you guys know who they are. Chris Biederman, things like that. Like you guys, y'all know who the writers are that cover the 49ers. I want to challenge you guys to write a article and then give it a positive headline. Give it a positive title. Trey Lance is thriving in the offseason and watch your views. That's your title. Trey Lance is thriving this offseason. And you write your article based off of whatever you want it to be about. And then I want you guys to reword it. And then I want you guys to reword it or come up with a similar article with a different title. And I want that title to be something along the lines of uh, anticipated backup quarterback for the 49ers isn't quite done yet. Call him the backup in the headline. 
like insinuate that he's still working hard, but he he is accepted the position of the backup. And that'll be the negative one, right? Just see which one gets more clicks. I can't prove it because I'm not a writer anymore. My days of writing articles for the 49ers are long gone, okay? But let's look at this article here. Lance reveals which 49ers teammate is toughest to target. To me, this is negative. This is telling me that Trey Lance can't make the throws. Is he's, he's finding difficulty in the throws. But I could be wrong. All right? Here we go. George Kittle is one of his top – one of the top targets on the 49ers' offense, but Trey Lance explained that it doesn't happen easily. Ends of this whole story, and I already got a problem with it. Because George Kittle got 80% of his touchdowns when Brock Purdy came in. Are you telling me that you can't do what the seventh-round pick Mr. Irrelevant did? You're telling me that you struggle to do what Mr. Irrelevant did really, really well? Mr. Irrelevant revitalized his whole career. Mr. Irrelevant showed us that George Kittle was not only available, but he was a damn good pass catcher, red zone threat, touchdown machine. Trey Lance's words, not mine. It's it's different for sure. Timing is a huge part of part of it, and George, his explosiveness and speed and everything, and just ability to make plays is probably one of the toughest guys I've had to throw to. So just continue to get reps with him and get reps with the guys. It only helps, okay? And the article goes on, and it says a lot of positive things. It talks about him working with Travis Kelsey and things like that. And other, other you know, Rob Gronkowski, Greg Olson, uh, they talk according to Shanahan and Lynch. And so he knows he's got to take advantage of the opportunity. It's a very, very good article. I suggest you guys go and click it. All right, head on over there to, um, you know, NBC Sports Bay Area. And, and check out the article. It's a good one. It's a really, really good one. But again, I feel like they wrote the headline negatively to get clicks. And I don't think that you have to do that. I don't think you have to do it. Could be wrong. I could be wrong. But that was one of the topics that I wanted to discuss with you guys. And I want to ask you all that are watching right now, okay? I want to I ask you guys right now. And be honest, too. Are you more drawn to negative headlines or positive headlines? Be And be... Please, please, please be honest, right? Um, backup quarterback struggling in the offseason. Uh, projected starter struggling in the offseason, right? Same thing, but it depends on which side of the, the pendulum you're on and how you feel about it, okay? Like, I, I just want to know which one. You guys say positive, say negative. Write it in the comments there. Let me know. Just just let me know. He says negativity sells. I kind I kind of feel you on that. I feel you you on that man i feel you on that eric wells says i'm more positive eric wells i'm sorry more positive i prefer the positive from denise t jack says more positive right Ty, right and I'm, I'm just saying like these are the things when you when you go out there right and niner fans are different we, we are wired different i have seen niner fans make guys famous like adam rank right adam rank was someone who nfl network might not have been thinking about extending uh, a couple of years ago, and he said the Niners were going to go three and thirteen. We ended up going thirteen and three, and blah 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 blah. And we 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 showed him what was what, and he's all on different content creators' pages and sites and all that, and doing interviews, and he's loving it. He's loving all the all the uh, action he's getting. But you know what else you get comments on when you show highlights to Niners? When you say simple things like Niners are the best team in the NFC. Easy. 
boom, those tweets blow up. You don't believe me? Go out there and try it. Just try it. So while I understand that the negativity grabs attention, it elicits an emotion and we have to respond, we have to type to it. Give me just the retweet. You don't got to say a whole bunch of things, especially now with Twitter doing this whole 600 tweets or 6,000, whatever it is, this, this rate limit shit that Twitter is doing now. I don't need the responses anymore. Just keep hitting retweet. Just keep liking my shit. And I'm, I, I promise you guys, I promise you guys, the negativity elicits a response. The positivity elicits sharing. And there's a difference because people will dump on you and if all right so check this out there's a couple of people out there i'm not going to say any names there's a couple of people out there who if they tell me this person's ass or this person's bad or this person's terrible i won't even click what they're talking about for that person boom because there's just a handful of people that have earned that right with me they are batting a thousand with their rating and reviews of certain people certain players, whatever, and I will just ride with what they say because they've never let me down. If I see them quote tweet something negatively, that person that they're quote tweeting is dead to me. There's no need for me to watch them. So you got to be careful when you're doing the negative stuff. You got to be careful when you're doing the negative stuff. Yes, yes. I do have Jennifer Lee Chan's numbers, not player player. Her, my wife, my son, we were all on the field together. We had a great time. Better watch out now. Come on now. No disrespect to Miss Chan or Mrs. Andrews. Come on now. Don't do that. Don't do that, man. I've been doing this for a long time, guys. I got some numbers that y'all wouldn't believe. Don't don't do that now, okay? Don't do that. All right. Uh, but let's let's keep this thing moving here. Um, thank you, Sin, so much. He says, I love Mike's Patreon. Uh, Daniel says the whole QB situation going on is just a mess. Do you feel that the distraction will impact players mentally? negatively on or off the field believe it or not daniel i don't i don't think so at all and i'll tell you why man i think that the 49ers team itself the playmakers the brandon iukes the george kittles the devo samuels right hey look at the offensive lineman the trent williams right um the aaron banks they they have they have blocked for they have caught passes from they have received handoffs from so many different quarterbacks every single year. I think at right now, the players in particular, I think the players are at a point where, hey, we just got to get out here and play ball, and we're going to trust Kyle. Kyle is the key to success right now. It is Kyle Shanahan that is the key to success. It could be Trey Lance, cool. It could be Brock Purdy, cool. It could be Jimmy Garoppolo, cool. It could be Nick Mullins, cool. It could be C.J. Beathard, cool. It could be Brian Hoyer, cool. It could be all of these guys. Could be Sam Darnold. Let me not forget about Sam Darnold being here now, right? It's, it's raining again, mamas. You see it? You see it raining outside? You can't tell? It's because you're looking through the screen. I can see it. You got to look at the trees right there and don't move your eyes. And you can see the rain falling. Now you see it. Yep, told you. It could be all of those guys. But the shot caller in Kyle Shanahan is the real deal. That is the real bread and butter. That is the real difference maker for this team right now. And so I don't think the players are going to buy into I think the players are going to support boldly, confidently, whoever is under center. Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold is great. He was a first-round pick for a reason. Trey Lance. Trey Lance is great. He was a first-round pick for a reason. Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy is great. He was drafted for a reason. There's a reason they couldn't let him get to, to 
undrafted free agency status. And we saw what he did last year. No matter who it is, this team is going to back the quarterback confidently. And and you know what this does even more? I got the hiccups now. Sorry, let me take a sip. What, baby? Baby, they're not going to let us go to a pool in the middle of a storm. That's why we didn't go to the pool earlier. So I know you have your bathing suit on. You're all ready to go get in the pool bug, but I'm sorry. It's probably not going to be any pool today. Okay? But we can go tomorrow. Don't worry. High five. Boom. Pool tomorrow. Well, we'll see how it is at night, okay? And the pool doesn't close until 11, so we'll see. All right, so the shot caller is Kyle Shanahan. As long as he's here, I think the player's going to have extreme confidence in whoever is back there under center. I don't think it's going to be a distraction. I don't think it's going to be uh, negative at all. And the truth of the matter is, I sincerely think that it only helps each quarterback. I really, really do. My man QT, what's going on, man? Huh? Hola, amigo from NASA. How you doing? What's going on, Rose? What's up, baby? I've been out here, man. I've been out here. I've been out here, man. You know, I'm trying to. I'm trying to keep it going. You know, I'm doing. I'm doing what I do, man. All right, now, um, I got. I got another topic here. Okay, I'm talking about the shot call. I'm talking about. Oh wait, I see. A, I see a question here. Hold on. Case forty nine says, "Love the show, Mike. What outcome would you consider a successful season this?" year you know case 49 i'm not the person to ask this question to because you're not going to like my answer i think a successful season is beating good teams uh, a playoff push and defining who our quarterback is going to be in the future i don't care who it is but that's the positive of this season that's what i'm looking for super bowl would be great Super Bowl would be great. This roster is too loaded to not make the postseason. This roster is too loaded to get bounced out in the divisional round or the wild card round. I'm sorry. We got to go to the NFC Championship game again. We have to. We have to. I don't care who the quarterback is. You go through all three of them if you have to. We have to get there. This roster is too talented on the on the front side and on the back side, offense and defense, even special teams. Uh, I got I got a, I got a kicker clip for you guys coming up later on. I don't want to hear it. We're too talented. We are absolutely too talented, and we have one of the best coaching staffs in the entire NFL. All right, so success for me is a winning record and knowing who the quarterback of the future is, the quarterback of the future. It might take a while to figure that out. We might be in week 12, 13, 14 before we figure out who the quarterback of the future is. But by the end of this season, I want it to be defined who the 49ers franchise quarterback is. That is success to me. For this season, you got some guys that are going to be a lot harder. They're going to say, oh, if it's not a Super Bowl, then it's not successful. And that's cool. That is cool. That is cool. All right. Uh, and I and I respect that. But me personally, no way, sir. No way. I will not. I don't think that 31 teams had a bad season or had a failure of a season every year. I don't subscribe to that. I don't. And I understand we have a standard here in San Francisco, right? As 49er fans, we have a standard. OK, I, I understand that. Um, but that even with that standard, it cannot only result in a Super Bowl for it to be successful. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, Ty, no, I know you were playing, bro. I know you were playing, man. But I had to do that because my wife can hear me. She in the other room and she actually might be in the chat watching. So 
you know, I, I had to, I had to do what I had to do. You know what I'm saying? All right. Let me get back to what I was talking about. Uh, Kyle Shanahan being the shot caller and the and the and the and the guy. Okay, there was an article that came out that highlighted Richie James. Okay, and Richie James said that Andy Reid, Andy Reid is the greatest and smartest head coach. Okay, now a lot of 49er fans saw this article and they they kind of. You know, it, it ruffled some feathers. You know, people were a little upset. It's not thundering right now. It's just raining right now. Okay? That's not smart. You shouldn't do that. You shouldn't do that again. Okay? Um, So, you know, uh, Richard James calls Andy Reid the greatest and smartest head coach that he's played for and played with. And, you know, 49er fans are going to get their panties in a bunch about this because they have uh Kyle Shanahan here and Richie James was here. Now this is something that I think is particularly special because Dable just won coach of the year over in New York. And that's where Richie James was. Richie James was over there with him. Okay. Richie James played here for Kyle Shanahan. Didn't get coach of the year. And then he goes to Kansas City. In Kansas City, they're winning Super Bowls left and right. Every three years, Kansas City is, is set to, to win a Super Bowl, okay? What do people expect him to say? There were a lot of people taking this and being really upset, getting really, really bent out of shape about Richie James' comments. And I personally don't feel the way. I want to know if you guys felt the way. Just type a quick yes or no. Did Richie James' comments bother you saying that Andy Reid is the greatest and smartest head coach? So yeah, let me let me know what you guys think about that. I personally wasn't bothered by it, okay? Um now there are people that were upset and I'm going to say maybe I can get with it. Maybe, but I I just don't get it. I think Andy Reid is a better coach today than Kyle Shanahan is. I know that sounds blasphemous. Um I know that people don't like that, but Andy Reid is also the reason why me, Mike, wants us faithful to be patient with Kyle Shanahan. I saw Andy Reid run out of town in Philly. I'm here. Well, I'm in South Carolina right now, but I'm in the belly of the beast. I am e I am in Eagles territory, Eagles country, okay? And there are a lot of people out there who were clamoring and pounding the table for Andy Reid to get gone. And hey, to their credit, Maybe they were right. Andy Reid left. He went on to win a Super Bowl, but the Eagles also won their Super Bowl. So maybe they were right. But I do know a lot of those guys that say, damn it, we should have stayed a little bit more patient. We should have waited just a little bit longer. We should have waited a little bit longer. You know? Uh, and so I, I, I've seen it all. I've seen both sides of it. I don't want to rush a guy out the building so we can go win somewhere else. Win that shit here. We gave you your first look at a head coaching gig. I want you to win it here. Bring it here. And then go somewhere else. Then go somewhere else if you want. Okay? You gonna get you guys going to blame it on the Mahomes effect and all that stuff? I, I don't know. I don't know if it's just Mahomes, man. Andy Reid is damn good at his job. I have Andy Reid better than Kyle Shanahan right now, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's 32 of these guys. 
There's 32 of them. I got Kyle Shanahan a strong two. I have Kyle Shanahan a really, really strong two. In fact, I got Kyle Shanahan 1A and 1B. I got him as 1B and Andy Reid as 1A. That's where I have him ranked on my head coaching list. I know Bill Belichick is out there. I know Bill Belichick is out there. But here's one thing that's different about Kyle Shanahan, Bill Belichick, and Andy Reid. All right? Bill Belichick could only do it with Tom Brady. I'm right until I'm wrong. I am right until I'm wrong. Belichick could only do it with Tom Brady. We saw his short stint with the Browns. Nothing. Giants, nothing. Patriots, nothing until Tom Brady. Brady leaves, nothing. We're back there. Andy Reid and Kyle Shanahan on the other side, on the other hand, they've gone out there and won some games and got their teams in position to be effective, right? Andy Reid won. 12-plus games with Alex Smith as his quarterback in Kansas City. Andy Reid won 12-plus games with Donovan McNabb, Michael Vick in Philadelphia. He has done it with multiple quarterbacks and made deep pushes into the playoffs. We've seen Kyle Shanahan do it with multiple quarterbacks. Nick Mullins, C.J. Beathard, Brian Hoyer didn't win a single game as a 49. I think Brian Hoyer is the only quarterback that Kyle Shanahan couldn't win a single game with. That's saying something. That's saying something. Old man Hoyer couldn't win a game, but that's the only one. That's the only one. In fact, the other guys came in and played so well. Some of them set records, right? Nick Mullins got verified during a game because he beat Brett Favre's first start record. That's how good he was. That's how good he was. So, I understand what Bill Belichick has done in a nutshell. And when you're just looking at the numbers and the box score, Belichick is going to be a lot of guys. Number one. Cool. I get that. I'm talking about active head coaches, I'm talking about active head coaches. But Andy Reed in my book, because he's won it and Kyle hasn't has to be number one. He's got to be number one. He's got to be number one. We're talking about head coaches here. I see the comment here. He won he won with Hoyer in Cleveland, not as a head coach. Kyle's only been a head coach in one spot, and that's here. He could not win as a head coach with Brian Hoyer. Hey, listen, that's the little caveat I'm putting in here. That's the little caveat I'm putting in here. It's the only quarterback he couldn't win with. I love Mike Tomlin. I got him as my third quarterback. I mean, my third head coach. Mike Tomlin is, is, is number three for me. Mike Tomlin is number three. Pete Carroll's number five. Pete Carroll's number five. Okay. I got Belichick at four, in case y'all were wondering. I'm not going to completely disrespect the man. Uh, Belichick is still top four for me. Um, but I, I'm definitely going to say Mike Tomlin is number three. I got Reed, Shanahan, Tomlin, Belichick. It's me. And then I got our, our hated guy. I got our hated guy. I love you too, princess. I got our hated guy and Pete Carroll. I hate that gum-chewing mofo, man. Oh, man, he he really gets me wound up. He really gets me wound up. And no, 
Pete Carroll didn't only win because of, of Russell Wilson. Pete Carroll just took Geno Smith. He was off the trash heap, off the trash heap. Y'all are not going to sit here and pretend that he didn't do something. Pete Carroll builds really, really good team chemistry. Pete Carroll finds a way to get everybody. But I'm not here. To, I'm not. I'm not gassing. But fucking y'all can say what y'all want about. I don't care. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not doing this right now. I'm not doing this right now. All right. We're going to keep the show moving, though. I got a couple more topics I want to get to with you guys. It's been a long time. It's been a long time, man. All right. Uh, this one topic right here is going to lead to a couple of other topics. All right. So ESPN came out with this rankings list. Okay. I'm actually going to do a screen share here. I'm going to do a screen share here. ESPN came out with this ranking list of teams based on roster only. Here comes one of my daughters. All right, here we go. Here we go. So ESPN came out with this ranking list of the top teams. ESPN ranked all 32 teams by roster. And here's their list from best to worst. And I personally didn't care for this. I didn't care for this list. They got the Chiefs number one. I think Chiefs fans will tell you that they don't have the best roster in the NFL. They'll tell you they have the best quarterback. That's cool. We can live with that. We can accept that. They'll tell you that. They'll tell you they have the best head coach. That's cool. We can live and accept that. I just said the same thing. But what they can't say is they have the best roster. Who is the Chiefs' best wide receiver? Don't answer that question. Some people say Kadarius Tony. Some people are going to say, you know what? Don't answer the question. I don't care. He's not better than the 49ers one or two. I'm just going to tell you that. I'm just going to tell you that. He's not better than the Niners one or two. Who is the Chiefs' best running back? Don't answer the question. I don't care. He's not Christian McCaffrey. He's not. Who is the Chiefs' left tackle? It don't matter. He is not. Trent Williams. It don't matter. Who is the Chiefs' best pass rusher? Believe it or not, it's a defensive tackle. It's a defensive tackle, not even an end. And he's not better than Nick Bosa. Who's their best linebacker? It don't matter. It don't matter. You know why it don't matter? Because he's not Fred Warner. It don't matter. It don't matter. Now, the Niners did go out there and they picked up the Chiefs' outcasted cornerback, and he's our number one corner. So you know what? For shits and giggles, let's give them the better cornerback. Let's give it to them. That means you got us in two categories. You got us in two categories. You got us at corner and quarterback. How the hell are the Chiefs ranked ahead of the 49ers? Now, the Eagles, you can make an argument for. There are a lot of people out there that buy into that Eagles offensive line. I think it's super overrated, but that's just me. That's bitterness. That is NFC championship losing Mike reflecting on what he saw. That's that's hate. That is pure hate, and I have no problem saying that. Fuck the Eagles. I have no problem saying that. No problem saying that, bro. No problem saying this. That's hate. That's hate. I don't think the Eagles have a better 40, uh, roster than the 49ers, and that's cool. That is cool. 
Then they go to the Bills. The Bills will tell you they don't have the best roster. They got some good weapons on defense. They got one of the best quarterbacks in the league. And people will make the argument that Josh Allen is better than Patrick Mahomes. I'll listen to the argument. I'll take I'll take Mahomes over Josh Allen, but you know, no, I won't. I'm lying. Okay. All right. We just knocking daddy stuff over. You cool? You all okay? You okay? All right. All right. Don't worry about the phone. Daddy can get another one as long as you okay. You all right? All right. There you go. Go ahead. Go. Don't, yeah, I have enough money for another phone, baby. Go do what you're doing. Go ahead. Daddy's fine. I'll put it on the floor so you don't trip over the wire, okay? I actually personally like Josh Allen more than I like Patrick Mahomes, but that's just me. All right. There's a couple of people that are watching. There are a couple of people that were in here, and they'll let you guys know that I was huge, huge on Josh Allen to the NFL. It was me. It was me. I was his biggest fan, his biggest proponent. It's all good. And the Bills do have a good roster. All these teams have good rosters. But I think of all the teams that they have in their top five, I think the Chiefs and the Bengals have the worst. I think the Chiefs and the Bengals have the worst rosters of all the teams in the top five. I would put the Cowboys roster over the Chiefs roster. Hey, Queen, what's up? I would put the Cowboys over the Chiefs. Not over the Bills, but over the Chiefs. I would put the Dolphins over the Chiefs. I would put the Dolphins. That's it. As far as they go. As far as they go. As far as they go. The Bengals now. The Bengals is a little different. I don't know what the Bengals do on an excellent level, right? So there's excellence, and there's good, and there's moderate, and then there's poor. I don't know what the Bengals do on an excellent level. Their wide receivers are excellent. But that's where it stops. I know people like Joe Burrow, but I don't know if Joe Burrow is being aided by the guys that he's throwing to. I don't know. I don't know. I love Joe Mixon. He's one of my favorite guys to get in, in fantasy football. I love Joe Mixon, but it kind of stops at the wide receiver and running back for me. Kind of stops right there. Now, the cool thing is, if I were to draft a quarterback in fantasy football, it's Josh Allen, number one, Mahomes, number two, Joe Burrow, number three, because they're going to throw the ball a ton over there in Cincinnati. They're going to throw the ball a lot. That's what they're going to do. So you're going to get the points that way. You're going to get the points that way. But you want to know something, man? I think if Dak Prescott was asked to throw the ball as much as Joe Burrow, he would be just as good. I think that if Justin Herbert was asked to throw the ball as much as Joe Burrow, he would be just as good. I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you what I think. What's up, baby? What's wrong? Did we get an answer for anything? Yes. What time are we going to dinner? So we're not going to dinner. I want to know, do you still know, Alex? I am starving. Let's go. You find somewhere to go, and we're going to go. Yeah, of course we're taking the babies. Yeah. All right. So you find something, and we'll and we'll go. Okay, I'm back, guys. I'm back. Anyhow, so back to this list. Long story, less long. The 49ers come in all the way down here at eight. Chargers have a better roster than the 49ers? No. Cowboys have a better roster than the 49ers? Fuck no. 
The Bengals have a stop it. Don't even finish the sentence. Don't ask that question. Pow! Smack you across the face. No. The Dolphins have a better roster than the four. Name four players on the on the on the Dolphins defense that you want over anybody on the 49ers defense. Pow! Smack you again. No. Bills, absolutely not. Pow! Stop it. The Eagles, boo. Get out of here. And definitely not the Chiefs. How do the Niners not have the number one roster on every NFL site? And this, this ranking list comes out on the heels of ESPN releasing all the talent in the world. Everybody is gone. ESPN said, hey, we got Pat McAfee now. We don't need anybody else. And they just let everybody go. Guys. I'm going to get an offer from ESPN soon because they know I'm going to be cheap and happy to take the opportunity. I am going to be on ESPN if I accept the opportunity that they're going to present to me. They are looking for low-level talent right now. That's what they're looking for. They're getting rid of all the top guys. Steve Young, gone. Every, everybody gone from ESPN. There are no jobs there anymore. There are no jobs there anymore. But I do want to ask you guys about some of the other teams in the NFC West and where they rank on this list, okay? 49ers are the first NFC West team that you see on this list. Now, you see the Eagles and the Dolphins in the top 10, okay? You see the Jets in the top 10. You see the Browns in the top 10. I would have the Browns ranked higher than some of these teams. Just so you guys know, the Browns have never been a team that struggles for talent. They've been a team that struggles with coaching. That's always been their issue always been their issue all right but i want to know where you guys feel about some of these other teams in the nfc west seahawks come in at 12 all right you got the rams coming in at 31 and the cardinals at 32 look at how quickly they throw us to the bottom do the rams have a worse roster than the fucking falcons someone tell me what you got you got oreos they good? That's my girl. That's what I'm talking about. No, I don't want one. It's okay, baby. Thank you, though. I appreciate it. I got my cigar. This is my snack right here. You enjoy your Oreo, okay? All right. Do the Rams have a worse roster than the Falcons? Do the Cardinals have a worse roster than the Panthers? Who do the Packers have? Someone tell me. They got a pass rusher over there I like. They got a running back over there I like. And they have an unproven wide receiver in Christian Watson that I really like. One of my personal favorites. Doesn't mean he's done anything to get on anybody's list. Someone tell me. Someone tell me. Who do the Raiders have? They don't even have one of the top tight ends in the league anymore. Jimmy Garoppolo? Stop it, man. The Patriots will tell you they got one of the worst rosters in the entire NFL. The Patriots should be in the bottom five. I don't care. I don't care. The Patriots will tell you that. This isn't – come on now. Come on now. Wow. This is crazy. This is absolutely crazy. I don't think the Rams are that bad. Sorry. I know. I know some of the pieces they lost. I get it. 
They still got one of the best wide receivers in the league. They still have the best defensive tackle in the league. They still have another really good defensive tackle playing next to him. Y'all are disrespecting the Rams. And I, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Fuck the Rams. But come on, man. We got to be real. We got to be real. But that's okay. I got more stuff to talk about. We're going to move on. We're going to move on. Let me stop the screen share. Boom. It's gone. Don't you even worry about it. Don't you even worry about it. Now, I got a question for Niner fans. Let's, let's bring this back to Niners here. Okay. It's having a conversation with my buddy. This buddy is not a Niners fan. And he said to me, hey, man, if the Niners were going to trade anybody to acquire a late round pick, who would it be? And it got me to thinking real, real hard. Only a late round pick. Well, I think Trey Lance will get a first to third. I think Brock Purdy will get a first to third. Brandon Ayuk will get a first or second. Debo will get a first or second. Kittle first or second. Trent Williams, maybe a third because of only him contemplating retirement so much and all that. But as far as play goes, he should be getting a first. And I was running down this list of all the different players that I think contribute for the Niners, have enough respect on their name and their performance to still get a trade, but there's something stopping them from getting in the top three rounds. And this is the name I settled on. And I want to know who you guys have. Okay. I got Elijah Mitchell for a six round pick. This is who I have. Now I see Terra Dome is already on there. Terra Dome, get out my head, bro. Get out of my head. But I got Elijah Mitchell for a six round pick. Someone help me. I see, I, I see, okay, okay. Clarzard is saying here, Jennings. Jennings for a late round pick. I'm not mad at that. Jennings is kind of taking on that uh, Kendrick Bourne role, right? Maybe, maybe it's there. I hope my wife picks a really good seafood place. Guys, I want steak and seafood so bad right now. All right. But I, I like Mitchell. I like Jennings. I like those names. Come on, guys. Keep them going. Keep keep the names coming. Kinlaw. Here we go. Now we're talking. Now we're talking. This is this is a point of conversation for me. Clarzar, let me tell you why. Kinlaw's play does not warrant a trade. Kinlaw's availability does not warrant a trade. But Kinlaw is a draft prospect. Just three years later, we just three years later, Kinlaw is a draft prospect. Oh, man, where does he fall? Where does he fall? I, if, if I'm a team in the NFL, I can't trade a seventh round pick for Kinlaw. I'm sorry, I can't. I can't. I can't do it. I cannot do it. I can't. I don't know. I, I don't know if Kinlaw is worth the six, Johnny. I see you. I see you. T-Jack, I couldn't disagree more. This is not about heart. We're not measuring heart. We're not measuring desire. 
We have to look at what we've seen and the availability. The play and the availability does not equal a six-round pick. Definitely doesn't equal a second and a third. And I love Ken Law. I think Ken Law is actually going to have his best year this coming season. Write it down. Talk about it whenever you want to. I'm here to discuss it whenever y'all want. I think Ken Law is going to have his best season by far this year. And when the season is said and done, I'm going to say what T-Jack is saying now. He played like a second or third round guy. Now his trade value will skyrocket. But at this moment, right now, between availability and between production, Kinlaw is not getting you a seventh round pick. He's not getting you a sixth. He's not getting you a seventh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Now, E-Nice, uh-oh, E-Nice is saying, Ambry Thomas. Okay, now we're talking, right? Ambry Thomas in and out of the starting lineup. Every time a corner goes down, every time a DB goes down, it's Ambry Thomas, Diamador Lenore. Ambry Thomas, Diamador Lenore, which is which and everything. We never know. We never know. I'm not sure what Thomas will warrant on the trade market. I'll accept this one because I don't know how he's viewed around the league. I have no idea. I have no clue. I'll accept that one. He's not bad enough to say he hasn't warranted anything. He's not good enough to be warranted for a first or third. I like it. I like it. I like the Avery Thomas one. All right. They said Kinlaw is worth a 10th round. That's that, that's that's just that's a future third. Oh, that hurts. That hurts. He says, Gibson. I don't know, man. I think people are forgetting how old Gip is, man. I tell you what, if you are a team, I'll tell you what. Okay. If you're a team that is a safety away, Gip might be that guy. I'll accept that. Mm hmm. I will accept that. I'll accept that. All right, let's see where we at. Any other comments in here? No, no, okay. We'll keep it moving. We'll keep it moving. But my man, Dome, he was right there in my headspace, man. He was right there with me, man. Elijah Mitchell was my guy. Now, I have all my little things already pre-typed and everything, so they're already in there, man. I, I, I appreciate you guys rocking out with me, okay? I got a couple more topics here. I'm going to go get some dinner with my family soon. I need to finish this alcoholic beverage I made for myself. I, I, I need to finish that one. Oh, and this is a really, really good cigar. All right. So talking about Ken Law, talking about Elijah Mitchell, talking about Ambry Thomas. This brings me to my next topic here. And I'm back in my solo show bag when i do solo shows that i'm excited for i got all my transitions lined up and everything man y'all will appreciate it one day maybe not right now but i got them all lined up we're talking about all these guys okay and who can get future picks and everything my next topic is here what draft pick do you wish worked out for the 49ers there were some guys here and i'll tell you guys my name right away what guys do you wish worked out for the 49ers? Had a lot of promise. Show some signs coming out of college. Showed some signs. And I know a lot of y'all think y'all know who my guy is. I know a lot of y'all think y'all know who my guy is already. 
But I'm telling y'all, y'all wrong. All right, on the count of three, I want y'all to type who y'all think my guy is. Look, 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 yeah, come on, Callie. Come on, Callie. Oh, Jermaine Price. Oh, my God, that was it. Look at it. Look at it. Oh, I was so hyped. I was so hyped when we got him. I was. I know where I was when we drafted him. Oh, my God. What a moment. What a moment. But it's not him. Callie Young says, Spoon. It's not Spoon for me. I want to know who you guys think my answer is. Okay? I want to see. I want to see. Yes, they got him. They on him. <laughs> they got him. They got him. Pterodome. Yo, see, Pterodome. Yo, what's up, man? You want me to send you a link? You want to join Pterodome? I'm tired of this. I'm tired of this. It's, it's, it's okay for me to say it. I am sick and tired of you being in my head, bro. Third String All Pro also got it. LeBron Ship also got it. Jose's got it. That's my guy. This is the one that I wish worked out. He is the guy that I wish worked out more than any of them, more than Spoon, more than Marcus Lattimore. And shout out to Lattimore. I thought Lattimore was the guy. I thought I thought Lattimore was the guy. Yes, I did. I'm not going to lie to y'all. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, boy. But Jalen Hurd was the one, man. That one hurt. I remember being on the draft show live. We were on a live draft show. Right? And you guys, it's still it's still out there. This is archived. This is in the Nothing But Niners, uh, you know, catalog go back and pull it and when they announced Jalen Hurd I flipped out I was excited I was screaming about this guy for the next 15-20 minutes Nick was on here at the time and Nick made a comment him and Dante Pettis could be boyfriends or some shit like that Nick said okay that's that that's all Nick knew that's all Nick thought about him. And I was going crazy. Former running back, turn wide receiver, over 6'3". This was the guy. Huh? Huh? Third string, say it again, man. Huh? Alvin Kamara was his backup. This was the talent that we were looking for. This is the guy that was going to take Kyle Shanahan's system and put it over the top. But injuries, man, injuries. This is the one that I wished worked out more than any of them. More than any of them. So I want to pose that question to you guys, all right? Let me see your answers. We'll discuss it now. If you typed them already, forgive me, but go ahead, let's type them again. Which draft pick do you wish the 49ers had that worked out? Give me give me draft picks. I saw someone say A.J. Jenkins. What a terrible first-round pick. Do you guys know? that he finished his NFL career without a single catch, and he was a wide receiver. And not only that, he left the 49ers as a first-round pick, no receptions, and went traded to, not just acquired by, like picked up in free agency, but traded to the Chiefs, and they still didn't get a catch out of him. They still didn't get a catch out of him. He retired with no catches. No, let me let me double check that stat. Let me let me just make sure. 
I told you guys my story already that the Niners weren't trying to draft him, that they, they read the card wrong. They read the card wrong. They weren't trying to get Janoris Jenkins. I have a story already about that. Janoris Jenkins. Here we go. He finished his NFL career. Oh, he, he, he went to the Rams? Oh, I typed in the wrong name. My bad. My bad. AJ. I started uh, thinking about my, my, my stories here. AJ Jenkins. I'm sorry, guys. My apologies. AJ Jenkins finished his professional career on the Cowboys. He had one reception thrown by Alex Smith for six yards. One reception. Let me see, let me let me see his stats. Let me see all of his stats. Hold on. AJ Jenkins Pro Football Reference. Here we go. He finishes NFL career with 17 receptions, 223 yards. Wow. That was a first round pick, ladies and gentlemen. First round pick. No receptions as a 49er. 17 receptions as a chief in 2013 and 2014. No touchdowns. This is a number one. This is a first round pick, guys. This is a first round pick. Oh man, what a what a what a waste. What a waste. Oh, that's terrible. Mm, mm, mm. Oh, y'all putting some good names in here. Oh, we talking now. Oh, now we talking. Hold on now. We talking now. Tank Carradine. Oh, my God. Oh, we talking, man. Oh, we talking. You know who I like more than Tank Carradine on the defensive line, man? Uh, Aaron Aaron Lynch. I like Aaron Lynch even more than I like Tank Carradine on the defensive line. Oh, my God. I see Ken Dorsey in here. I see Ken Dorsey. Jalen Hurd. Supposed to be Debo. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, man. Come on. What other names y'all got in here? Here we go. Debo is a Rams killer. Jalen heard that like button. I don't even know what that you ask people not to hit it. Like, what, what, what are you doing? Ken Dorsey again. Yep. Ooh, Reuben Foster. He hit. He hit. Let's be clear. Reuben Foster was a successful draft pick. He just couldn't stay out of trouble. There's a difference. And we got it. We have to acknowledge it. There's a big difference. He played well. He couldn't get the mic. He could not get that green dot. That man could not call out coverages to his teammates. But give him an assignment, and he was a beast. I saw something on Twitter today or yesterday saying that the Steelers were thinking about signing Reuben Foster. If he goes over there with Mike Tomlin, man, oh, boy, y'all better watch out. Y'all better watch out, man. Y'all better watch out. Oh, oh, sin. Come on, sin. Come on, sin. With the Chris Borland take. Yes. Huh? Worked out, but left early. He had it. He had that it factor, but he checked out mentally. And then he went home. He, he took his ball. He went home. 
Alvin Smith checked out. Alvin with an O. Alvin with an O. Checked out on the field, but couldn't stay out of trouble. Him and him and Reuben Foster, man, very, very similar paths. Oh my God. Joshua Garnett had the pre-draft quote of the century. I want to run through people's souls. Mm. Huh? Joshua Garnett was my guy. Oh, that was my guy. I just knew he was going to be a good guard. Couldn't stay healthy. Couldn't stay healthy. Solomon Thomas. I never liked him from the beginning. I'm sorry. Luke, I love you. You know you're my guy, Luke. But I never liked Solomon Thomas from the beginning. I don't care. I don't care. It was just never good. He was never good. I didn't get the infatuation with him. And to be completely honest, Reuben, Reuben Foster is the reason to have a little bit of apprehension towards John Lynch. I feel like if they weren't in classes together, we would have never drafted him. I can't let y'all hear me hiccup. Sorry. feel like we would have never drafted him, man. But, yes, Josh Gar Joshua Garnett and Alden Smith, yeah. LaMichael James is another one. Imagine LaMichael James and Kyle Shanahan system. Oh, my God. A guy with footwork like that. You know my problem with LaMichael James? LaMichael James and Richie James are the same guy to me. They're both the same guy. Really good footwork, good hands, enough speed to be special. But, man, you touch them. You just – if this is them – and this is the tackler, and you just touch them, boom, they fly. They go flying out the screen. It's fucking disgusting. It is fucking disgusting. Break tackle ability on Madden should be set at zero, at a complete zero. But Alvin Smith is different, man. Alvin Smith is different. Let me see if you guys have anybody else. Let me keep going here. Oh, man, Taylor Mays. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, Taylor Mays. Come on, man. Quentin Patton, he worked out for the night. Kendrick Bourne before Kendrick Bourne was. Come on, man. We can't say he didn't work out. He was cool. And I think Quentin Patton, was he under the free agent or was he a sixth or seventh round pick? I can't remember where he where he came from. Let me, let me look it up. QP is my guy. Hmm? Talk about people whose numbers I have. Quentin Patton is my guy. Let me see. Let me see where he was. Let me see where he came from. I know he went to La Tech. Oh, we drafted. He was a fourth round pick. He worked out though. He worked out. He played. He played. He played his. He played his, his rookie contract here. Mm -hmm. Aaron Lynch was a fifth rounder. DJ Jones. He worked out for the Niners. We can't say he didn't work out, bro. He worked out and earned that big contract. Come on now. Ooh, Bruce Ellington and Kyle system would have been crazy. What? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. J.J. Stokes worked out for the Niners. Not, not as well as we wanted it to, but he, he had a good career here. Dante Pettis is a good one. Pettis is a good one, guys. I like I like the Pettis name. We tried. We tried. He had flashes, man. Oh, my God, did he have flashes. Couldn't put it together consistently, man. Couldn't do it consistently. 
Ray McDonald had a good career here. Oh, my God. 32, Kendall Hunter. Let's go. Oh, I love Kendall Hunter. I love Kendall Hunter. Remember the hit on Zeke Elliott? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Oh, y'all getting me hyped. I got to go. I got to go. Oh, my God. Glenn Coffey, man. Military guy. Come on, man. Come on, man. Now we talking. Y'all getting in y'all bag. This is why I love y'all. This is what makes this show great. Y'all right here, y'all are doing it right now. Come on, man. I ain't even going to say nothing. Y'all just read it. Y'all just read the screen. Come on. Y'all just read the screen. Huh? Come on, man. Come on. Vance McDonald, he worked out for the Niners. He just had rock hands. Vance couldn't. He he would drop the easy ones, catch the difficult. Oh, man. Oh, reminds me so much of George Kittle. Reminds me so much of George Kittle. Just not in the right system. Come on, man. Oh, DeAndre smelt. Look at you. What a callback. What a callback, West Coast. Let's go. Huh? I remember the smelter pick. Very good, man. Eli Harold. Oh, my God. Let's go, Eric Rogers. Gerald Hodges. Look at the names y'all are saying right now. Come on, man. Y'all can't say Amad Brooks didn't work out. Come on, man. Y'all can't say that. He didn't work out. Lee Woodall, y'all can't. Come on, man. Huh? Now, this one right here, Corey Lemonier. Oh, my God. Oh, was I a Corey Lemonier fan? Oh, my God. We were looking for that replacement for you-know-who. I ain't saying no names. Man. Eli Harold gave us hope, but nah, it wasn't there. Okay, Case, somebody block him. Somebody block Case right now. Get him out of the chat. Get him out of here. Get him out of here. Come on, man. <laughs> I'm kidding. Don't block my man. I was kidding. Do not block my guy. I was just kidding. All right. Keith Reeser. Yeah, I remember him. DB, man. Come on, man. Come on. Come on, man. We having a good time. Okay. Let me get, get ready to wrap this thing up. I got a couple more topics for y'all here. Uh, let me see what else I got in, in the works over here. Uh, we talked about that and that and that and that and that and that. All right. I got a video I want y'all to see. I have a video I want y'all to see, man. I'm having a lot of fun. Hey, shout out to you guys, man. You guys are phenomenal. I want to thank you all for rocking out with me, man. Y'all have been great. Thank you guys for your patience. I got a couple more uh, things to go over here. I'm going to share some tweets with you guys that I liked. All right. Uh, we're going to stick with the 49ers, man. We're going to go with Zane Gonzalez. All right. My man Alex Tran has a tweet that I want y'all to see. Some kicker content from Zane Gonzalez on the 4th of July. Uh, how's this for fireworks? How is this for fireworks, man? My guy Zane Gonzalez doing his thing on the 4th of July. Check my man out here. Huh? Going out there showing the 49er fans, hey. Huh? I got my leg back. We're going to have a real kicker competition. We're going to have a real kicker competition. By the way, this kicker's in shape. Look at this guy. Look at this guy. Look at the traps. Huh? Look at this guy. Former Panthers kicker. He's here. It ain't over. 
The Niners went out and drafted a guy, but no, no, no. Hold on now. It is not over. Shout out to Alex Tran. He posted this. He had this on my timeline. I see you, Alex. Come on, man. Kickers deserve some love, too. Look at how perfect this kick was. Look at this. You see that pole lined up perfectly in the middle? Watch it. Watch it. Wait for it. Look where it ends. Right in the middle. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Shout out to Alex Tran, man. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. We're going to have a real kickers competition on our hands this year. Huh? And that's what you want. That's what you want. I like this, man. Oh, man, I like this. Adrian Colbert. I see y'all out there. I see I see the names of y'all saying. Jason Webster, Dana Stubblefield. Don't do that. Dana, Dana Stubblefield was phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. So don't, don't try to play my man Dana like that. Marcel Harris. I see y'all. Mike Rump, Colin Kaepernick, Namdi Asimov. wasn't a draft pick, but I feel you, man. Kyle Williams, Quentin Dial. Good stuff. Good stuff. What's up, baby? What we doing? So we're all pretty much done. Um, I found a place to I eat. Don't know where to go, but we can get some seafood. Yeah, just go. Right. I seafood. You don't want seafood. So I got to get that. We'll find somewhere that you can get some chicken tenders or something. I'm sure they have chicken tenders yeah. at the seafood spot. Yeah. All right. There's a couple different places, so let's just go find somewhere. All right, guys. I won't. Uh, I guess I won't get to anything else, man. Um, you know what? Let me do one more. Let me do one more. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah. We got one more. We're going to do one more here. All right. Actually, you know what? I think it's going to be... Let me do another Alex Tran video. You know, these guys go out and they get the videos from the players off of different people's IG pages. And they share them. They they share these videos. Let me let me mute it up. Let me pause it. Let me show you all this video here real quick, man. All right. Now this video was interesting to me because I wasn't quite sure what they were trying to say. All right. This is a video of my man Debo. Yeah, see, you know what? No, I'm not going to do this right now. I'm not going to do this right now because I got a couple of Debo Samuel videos that I want to go through. I'm not going to do this one right now. Debo's offseason is being well-documented, okay? It's being well-documented. So what I'll do is I'll share this one here, and then we'll get out of here, okay? I'll share this one from 49ers Hive. This is a tweet from my guys over at 49ers Hive. You guys can catch me on their shows as well, all right? I want you all to see this tweet here, all right? Let me uh, share the screen, and we'll wrap this thing up, all right? And they say... All right, I know we got some Rams fans in here. All right. Uh, how will the NFC West rankings look at the end of the 2023-2024 season? Rams, Seahawks, Cardinals, Niners. All right. So I want you guys to type in your order. Try to predict how you think the season is going to go. All right. No, she ready to eat. I'm ready to eat too, man. We got to go, man. We got to go, bro. I got to get something to eat. Guys, recommend also your, your best seafood dish. Like, I, I need, I want to try something new. I want to try something new because I'll go and get crab legs and shrimp, bro. Like, I'm, I, it don't matter to me. So, y'all got to let me know 
some lobster. Lobster's a little sweeter than crabs, but it's cool. Leslie is in here. Thank you, Leslie. Give me, guys, your 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 rankings for the season. Come on, Ty. No, nah, man, you could do better than that. I, I want the. No, it doesn't matter. But I want the rest of them. Come on, Ty. Give me the rest of them here. So, 49ers Hive. They tweet out the following. Okay, how will the NFC West rankings look like at the end of the 2023-2024 season? Hashtag 49ers. Hashtag Seahawks. Hashtag Rams. Hashtag Cardinals. Was that their order? Well, I don't know, but they put that order different than their image. All right. So they gave us something to look at here, man. Nick Bosa, Metcalf. You got my man Murray. Oh, shit. I done clicked it. Shouldn't have done that. You got my man Murray. Oh, I lost it. I done lost it. There we go. There we go. Got my man Murray. You got my man Donald. All right, Aaron Donald is there. So I want to know what you guys think here, all right? Let me know how you guys think the NFC West shakes out. All right? Let me see what you guys got. And we'll talk about it, okay? I see Niners, Seahawks, Rams, and then Cardinals. All right? So we got one vote for the Cardinals in second, one vote for... All right. Sorry about that. We got one vote for the Cardinals in second with the Rams coming in last. We got another vote here for the Seahawks in second with the Cardinals coming in last. Talk about a switch up there, huh? We got this one here from my man, David. Niners, Seahawks, Rams, and Cardinals. Niners, Seahawks, Rams, and Cardinals back to back. Niners, Rams, Seahawks, and Cardinals. Niners, Seahawks, Rams, and Cardinals. Niners, Seahawks, Rams, and Cardinals. Niners, Seahawks, Cardinals, Rams. Niners, Cardinals, Seahawks, Rams. This is interesting, man. This is very, very interesting. This is super interesting to me. Cardinals have uh, new new people in the coaching staff. I like I like this. Oh, look at third string. They all they all tie with five and twelve records. Wow, 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 huh? Okay, all right, all right. If I had to put this in order, guys. I'm going to go with the Niners, number one. I'm going to say the Rams are back at number two, followed by the Seahawks and then the Cardinals. I'm going to go Niners, Rams, Seahawks, Cardinals. That's my order right there. That's my order right there, man. Um, so hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Now, I need you guys to let me know what good seafood to get, okay? Let me know what good seafood to get i want to thank you all for participating but i gotta go order some food so please 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 let me know how y'all would do it all right let me know how y'all would do it on uh if you were out if you were out and you can get whatever money's not an option let me know the order that y'all are making we're gonna go to a seafood spot a lot of seafood places have good steak as well so let me know the order let me finish my drink here 
We're going to get ready to go inside. All right. Seared ahi tuna with rice and veggies. Okay. All right, third string. I see you. Let's see. Ooh, look at that. Look at that. Okay. All right. I'm looking at it now, man. It looks good. Oh, I'm so hungry right now. I'll eat, I'll eat anything. Just give me a cow and a fork. I'll do the rest. Come on, man. I'm starving right now. Oh, man. Let's go. I'll take it. I'll take it. Any any other suggestions from the crowd right here, man? I mean, we're, we're uh, right, right in Myrtle Beach, man. I see USC. Myrtle Beach, man. We here. We're here, man. We're, like I said, we're at a resort uh, with a golf course on it, and uh, the rain finally stopped, so we're going to get ready to go. We got some people back out on the uh, on the driving range, which is right outside my room. Here, let me uh, let me go full screen. Let me stop the screen share. My man is about to tee off here. Let's see what he does. He's concentrating. Look at that. My man's doing it. You'll see a flag out there. We got a lot going on over here, man. We're on vacation right now. Enjoying it, man. Myrtle Beach. Shout out to you guys. Shout out to South Carolina. We're, uh, we're doing good, man. We're doing good. Seafood boil. Not a big seasoned person. So I suggest base. Oh, seafood person. I get you. I got you, man. Tuna but served in Tahiti. I can't go to Tahiti to get seafood. Steak and lobster with butter garlic on the side. Mm. Clam chowder bread bowls. Oh my God, I don't know. I'm gonna find out if they got it. I don't know, I don't know. Steak and lobster. I, I thought of snow crab legs, about two to three pounds. I'll eat all that right now. I'll eat all that right now, Captain Benjamin. All you can eat is good. All right, man. All right. Y'all making me hungry. So we're going to wrap this up. I got to get in here and change my clothes. We're going to go, man. My final thoughts for you guys, all right? Um, you know, this has been a, a long journey. I want to thank you guys for your patience. Um, I've been trying to get up with the guys, get everybody else on. You know, it's it's been um, this time of year, man. Everyone's busy doing other things. Uh, but we are going to get back to you guys. I think I think I'm going to be on tomorrow night with the guys from 49ers Hive. Uh, so make sure you guys have the notifications turned on. We're going to have a good time. Always talking Niners. Always talking uh, some really really good things, man. So salmon and rice, butterfly shrimp, huh? Shrimp scampi. Oh, I'm starving. I am starving. I got to get out of here. My final thoughts, though, guys. Stay patient, man. You know, uh, again, my challenge to the content creators out there, try those positive headlines and see what you get versus the negative headlines. See which one gets you more play, which one gets you more burn. Because what you don't want to do is get banned based off of the word of somebody else. All right. And that's going to do it for us, man. I appreciate you guys. Thank you all for rocking out with me. You guys have been absolutely phenomenal. Uh, and I'm going to see you guys very, very soon. Okay. Prepare for glory. Anticipate pain. But always remain faithful. Breezy, take us home, man. Peace. We all gas, no brakes, pumped up. 
No fakes, we spinning, we winning, we high stakes. We never miss, we all makes. Look at us dudes trying to prove, bringing you news with nothing to lose. Mike, Nick, Tony, Wayne, Method Man, we bring the pain. Hey. See, I'ma confess it. We under the pressure. If you looking to find us, we them nothing but niners. 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 We love